I'm John DiLiberto, and you're hearing the Echoes Podcast. Today, I've got two features for you. First up is Primer, the recording persona of Elisa Midcalf, who recently released her debut album, Novelty. Primer taps into a classic synth-pop sound, but also has a great cover of a Beach Boys tune. Then we remember Gert Van Santen. He was a musician who was a member of the Dutch electronic and multimedia group Wave World with fellow synthesist Harry Kessels and visual artist Rolf van Sloten. They had an entire fantasy world to go along with their space music. Later on, I'll return to our 2001 feature with the band. But before we get to all that, I want you to spread the word about the Echoes podcast. We're covering some of the most advanced and innovative musicians on the planet. Brian Eno, Robert Rich, Steve Roach, Moby, and more have all been in the Echoes podcast. And with Waveworld, you can hear the deep archive we have going back 30 years. So if you're on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook, and you see a posting for the Echoes podcast, or Echoes for that matter, share it. And while you're at it, follow us. On Instagram and Twitter, we are Echoes Radio, and on Facebook, we are Echoes Fans. And now, let's hear some of those great interviews. Coming up, we remember Gert Van Santen and Waveworld. But first, let's discover Primer. You're hearing Echoes, and I'm John DiLiberto. Synth-pop is definitely in the air lately. Pioneers like Gary Newman and Depeche Mode are still at it, and now their musical grandchildren are beginning to record. Artists like Sharon Van Etten are going synth-pop with sounds that recall those early New Wave days. One of the younger artists plugging in is Elisa Midcalf, who records as Primer. She's just released her debut album. I'm talking to Elisa Midcalf on the phone from Detroit, where she's lived for the last couple of years. Though she's aware of that city's deep roots and techno music, that's not where she's gone for her influences. When you make electronic music, you're either kind of like going back to the 80s in a way, or you're doing something very modern, just because there's some gaps in between when electronic music kind of tapered off. I think that there's definitely a lot of like 80s Depeche mode sound, synth sounds, and, and then there's, you know, more futuristic type beats and, and synths in there as well. At only 24 years of age, it's not quite the popular sound of her generation, but she was one of those outsider kids who looked beyond the mainstream for her music. I was always super nerdy about music from when I was young. I was into musical theater, but then like around 12 was when I kind of got into Joy Division and the Smiths and stuff like that, those kind of like entry-level indie bands and then like more into Depeche Mode and that type of stuff, New Order. 
I had a thirst for it. I had access to the internet. And then I had, like, my sister's boyfriend who was able to kind of, like, show me what was good music. She can play guitar, but... I've tried to make music on guitar and it just doesn't resonate with me as much. So she plugged in. She started with a group called Parts that released a few singles. with her debut album, Novelty, that Elisa Midcalf has found her sound, recording under the name Primer. The meaning for her isn't a preparatory coat of paint or an introductory textbook. Definitely the first time I ever thought of it as being a name I could use was from the movie Primer, which is kind of like a very independently made movie from the early 2000s. It's about time travel. It's about uh, this college guy that makes a time travel machine in his like dorm or something. I can tell you with certainty what I did that night when it was my turn. But I think it would do little good because what the world remembers, the actuality, the last revision is what counts apparently. So how many times did it take Aaron as he cycled through the same conversations, lip syncing trivia over and over? How many times would it take before he got it right? Primer's music, like a lot of the electronic pop that inspires her, has a retro-futuristic sound. But her subject matter is decidedly contemporary. She looks bleakly on the state of politics in America with a song called Anesthetized. That song I wrote after the 2016 election, and I had a hard time maintaining hope. I think that hope can be destructive sometimes when you don't have any concrete evidence that things are going to get better. And that's just sort of my my feeling behind writing that song was just that things weren't looking like they were gonna get better and people in power that were really wanting to cause suffering. And we still do and it's getting worse and there's really nothing that I can do about it. Another song seems to tap some earlier trauma. It's about sexual predators, in this case, Deborah LaFave. She was a Florida teacher who seduced a male student but was let off with a light house arrest sentence. The story seemed to hit mid-calf hard. I watched uh, like uh, 60 Minutes about her or something and I just felt really like, you know, her story just really resonated with me and how she was... She had experienced trauma and she was taking it out on a child and how, you know, how we live in a society that kind of forgave her for that for reasons that I can't understand. It bothers me that trauma can live on and you can put your trauma into somebody else and that trauma turns into something for them and then it grows and grows and like in the song, it lives on and on and on and on and it never ends um, just because you... You abuse somebody doesn't mean your trauma leaves you. And I think that 
her story just showed that our society doesn't really care about that. It it cares about our perceived privilege and, and how we perceive somebody. And if somebody abuses someone, they don't always necessarily get held accountable for it. Those emotions emerge in the primer song TVI or The Void Inside. clear that Elisa Midcalf has a darker view of the world at the moment and many of these themes go back to her teenage years growing up in California. Primer has been in the public for a very short amount of time but it has been something I've been doing you know since I was probably 15. Some of these songs are so old and for me this project is all me and very emotional and very honest and Whenever I try to be honest, I just, I guess it gets dark. <laughs> One of those old songs is My House. Listening to the music and her lyrics, it sounds like the kind of home you don't want to visit. I wrote that one when I was a teenager. I wrote that a long time ago. I think I was actually living at my parents' house at the time. <laughs> um, but I definitely wanted to just go for something really gritty and dirty and have kind of like in some ways silly lyrics that seem silly on the surface but to me were very honest and very true. I think something about those lyrics are maybe the most honest of any song. I just wanted to try and explain my feeling of being closed off. Even when Primer covers the Beach Boys, it's one of their darker themes, a song called Till I Die. I can't really remember where it was that I heard that first song. I just remember hearing it and feeling like I had never heard a song before that I felt like was written for me. The words just had resonated with me in a way that I had never felt before. And I had never been super interested in uh, doing covers, but because that feeling occurred and because that song resonated with me so much, it just 
it made sense for me to to try and make it my own just because it already felt like it was such a part of me. Primer has taken yesterday's electronic pop and pumped it up into the 21st century. Her debut album is called Novelty on YHS Records. You can get a hold of Primer's debut album, Novelty, by going back to our website at echoes.org. There'll be a link there in the posting for this podcast. Now, we remember Gert Van Santen. Waveworld is an imaginary planet populated by alien beings that spew pods and fly with their tendrils trailing. He's also a Dutch synthesizer group working in post-space music sound designs and incorporating theremin and electronic wind instruments. They released eight albums and an animated video between 1999 and 2011. We interviewed the band back in 2001 when they played live on the show. Kimberly Haas traveled to Waveworld and sent us this electronic postcard. Like most people in Europe, the members of the Dutch group Waveworld are multilingual. They speak Dutch, German, and English, but they've also gone and made up their own language. That's Harry Kessels saying, Hi, you're listening to Echoes. Or at least, that's what he claims. It, this is mostly invented by Harry because he is really, there's something in his head which can do these really strange words. You just, just ask him to, to say something in Waveworldian and he will start right away and never stop. This faux language is part of the Waveworld mythology. Musicians Harry Kessels and Gerd van Santen, along with computer graphics artist Rolf van Sloten, have fabricated an imaginary land that they've explored on a trilogy of CDs. Gerd van Santen. We invented a completely new world, and this planet is called Wave World, and this planet has a couple of moons. And, uh, and monks, too. <laughs> and monks, of course. In their live performances, the musicians take the role of monastic monks tending to their Wave World. The rotund van Santen and impish Kessels enter the stage in hooded brown monks' robes. Their faces made up in kabuki white with the Waveworld logo, a circle, three lines, and three dots, painted in black on their cheeks. Yeah, because Waveworld, that planet, has three moons, so those three little dots on the logo uh, are, are the moons of Waveworld. And when you see the movie, you will, uh, you will know what we, what we say. The movie is an elaborate, full-length, computer-generated film of alien flora and fauna with insect-like creatures that emerge from the landscape spewing pods and flying with tendrils trailing behind. This is all the inspiration of the non-musical member, Rolf von Sloten, who stayed home in Holland. He just can't stop doing it. He is just completely addicted to, uh, to making strange beings and strange worlds in his, in his mind.
although they are disciples of the latest digital technology. Waveworld's Harry Kessels also plays a theremin, one of the first electronic instruments ever created. The theremin is a black box with a long antenna sticking out the top and a loop antenna on its side. Harry Kessels' hands move through thin air near the antenna, interrupting the magnetic field which is translated into sound. This, is, this sounds like this, and I change the button now, and it sounds more aggressive. Although Harry Kessels plays modern synthesizers and computers, he's attracted to this almost quaint sound. It's a melancholic sound, but you can do basically all emotions with It's very broad, the spectrum, and the way you can express the feeling is even, to my opinion, it's more than the violin. It's fitting that Waveworld wear monks' robes on stage, because at times they sound like electronic proselytizers. They're committed to their music being resolutely electronic. Gert van Santen. I really get fed up with uh, acoustic music. It's not because it's bad, but because I think I've had it, you know. I've heard so many violins, I've heard so many acoustic guitars, I've heard so many real drums and stuff, and I would like to take all these sounds and change them in something else. It's Maybe it's for me personally, it's something like uh, I want to see and hear new things. To that end, Waveworld are experimenting with a more contemporary, beat-driven sound palette heard on an EP called Sphere. Well, we try to do some um, more modern stuff uh, at the moment. For example, you take uh, a drum loop, including a bass, for example, and so it sounds like and the bass is the and this together. You load this stuff into your computer and then you completely start to, uh, well, to destroy what it was and it starts to be something new which has never been made and which cannot be made with ordinary hardware stuff, hardware synths. So this is what we're really into these days and we are trying to make some new music and we hope maybe even a kind of a new style with it. world aren't abandoning their space music sound. They're just looking for new territories on their imaginary planet. Waveworld have a trilogy of albums out, Species, Structures, and Dimensions, on the Quantum label in Holland. They also have just released a video of the Waveworld film. You can see some of it on their website at waveworld.tv. For Echoes, I'm Kimberly Haas. Thank you.
Geert van Santen, one of the founders of Waveworld, took the final trip to his fantasy planet last week. Their most recent album was released in 2011. That URL to see Waveworld's video and other things is still good, waveworld.tv. There's also a great live track from their Echoes concert that is on the Echoes Living Room Concerts, Volume 8. I'll try to get links up to their albums in the posting for this podcast. I'm John DiLibretto. Thanks for tuning in to the Echoes podcast. See you next week, tonight, somewhere in the country, or online right now on Echoes.